0: Children's box Why, what, and how? Use and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: I have a thing to discuss. You have a thing! A thing! Uh-huh. Worth discussing. Uh-huh. Alright, so see. there's a theory. Okay. That everyone in this world separates into two categories. Okay. Chaos Muppet or Order Muppet. Why Muppets? uh because that's the most logical way the world breaks down okay okay so chaos order got it chaos order in this podcast yeah in which we speak yeah who is the chaos muppet who is the order muppet or are we both order muppets you are chaos i am order what yeah i was so clearly order from no. the start how are you order i i order you around <laughs> therefore I am the order Muppet. No, I'm afraid that's uh, not
0: how it works.
1: My my hair has never been a mohawk and yours has, therefore you are the Chaos Muppet and I am the Order Muppet. Clearly.
0: Clearly. No. No. It's it's when you when you look at things in a in a tangible order, looking at A, B, and C and breaking it down. That's the order, whereas you like to discuss random things and go off on tangents, and uh, you are the chaos, my friend.
1: I am now thinking of my desk at work, and uh, it is not an orderly desk.
0: I have so many folders in my inbox. Oh my lord. I
1: have spreadsheets
0: that are color-coordinated. What? Oh, yes.
1: Fine. I accept my role as the chaos muppet. I am the order muppet. (laughs) Okay. You're good with (laughs) the frog. And feel, I'm gone, sir. I feel like this is Ghostbusters where I'm like, I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> I am the
0: key master.
1: There we go. <laughs> you do have Zool's hair right Thank now. You. It's Thank very you. nice. I have always admired Zool's hair. So, well done. Thank you. Yay. What? Where? What? Where, who, uh, <laughs> what? This is backing up your chaos about the theory. Uh, who are we? And what do we do? I am Kate Ramsey. I am Betsy Bird. And uh, this is a podcast. Yep. Called uh, Fuse Eight and Kate You'll mm-hmm. notice that my eyes went down to the piece of paper <laughs> Which is written down you had to read I was them. like, there's a, there's a distinct possibility It's called Fuse Kate and Kate And mm-hmm. I just need to look and make sure no. Did you say
0: Fuse Kate and Yes, Eight?
1: I said that there's a possibility that that's actually <laughs> the name of this podcast So I need to read the real name yes. Fuse 8 and Kate, just yes. to make sure it's correct yep. yeah, that's, that's right, and uh, what do we do here? We discuss children's picture books And we whether do. they are
0: classics uh, in our eyes, or if they are really just crappy books that should be off bookshelves and out of libraries
1: Indubitably true Thank you Indeed and, uh, and so I'm going to give away the game here, right from the start uh, This podcast is, is predicated on a lie uh, Because we've already seen the book that we're doing today Today's, yes Yes, but I say... Let that not stop us. Okay. We're going to... We did record this and lost the recording. The entire thing. The whole kershmazel. <laughs> From guggle to zatch. But now uh, we have come back. I'm feeling very Chaos muppet Muppety right now. Um, now we're coming back and we're going to redo the whole shtick. You know what I want? What, what do you want?
0: I want some famous illustrator to illustrate a Chaos Muppet and an Order Muppet. And I want the Order Muppet to have a mohawk. And I want the Chaos Muppet to have glasses. Oh, you, we can... don't, you don't ask for
1: much. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's all, all, right. that's all I want. I want that to be a thing. Okay.
1: I want that to happen. To the best of my knowledge, only authors listen to us. But I will see. I will see if I can get an illustrator to do this. That would be awesome. Let that awesome. be a thing. Alright, we're putting that out there. Cool. Chaos Muppet, Order Muppet. If the Chaos Muppet could be bird-like... That would be fantastic, I'm just saying. With glasses. With glasses. Yes. Not that we're basing this on anything. (laughs) I'm just saying, I like, uh, you realize, if you Google my name, Betsy Bird, what comes up, or at least used to come up first, was a Muppet named Betsy Bird, which was a full-body bird Muppet that would dance. And she was hot. Okay. <laughs> no, she wasn't hot at all. But, but like, she did used to come. How up. could
0: a Muppet be hot? She wasn't hot
1: in the least. <laughs> Unless and...
0: it's like Avenue Q. Yeah, no, know, she like... was. Okay. She was a
1: straight up bird dancing goofy Muppet. Yeah. Okay. You, you should look her up, people. I'll put her in the source notes there. There we go, <laughs> the show notes. All right, so uh, we are going to do this book. I'm going to hold it up. Uh, what's the book that we're doing, Kate? Ta-da-da. Curious George Yes, by H.A. Ray Not true, but hey, we're gonna go with it anyway <laughs> uh, They say, on the original edition It was actually, uh, Mar- Margaret And H.A. Ray wrote it together But, uh, who's counting? Sorry, Margaret Who cares about women? Women, <laughs> <laughs> they're just getting in the oh way Oh my gosh, claiming the, they wrote things They're the worst Oof, Can't stand them Alright, so you're going to not read this book Because you've already read it Okay. Alright, we're changing everything but, oh, the poor little people. They don't know what this book's about. You should tell them what this book's about. Okay. Let's see. You've got some choices. Um, You could read this book. I guess we already did the cute voice. Yep. Uh, but we haven't done a monkey voice. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. That's the one. Read that thing. Woo,
0: woo, woo, woo. The first adventure in this highly popular series tells how the little monkey, Curious George, ooh, ah, 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 caught in the jungle and brought back to the city by a man in a yellow hat, ooh, ooh, ooh. can't help being interested in all the new things around him. Though well
1: meaning, George's curiosity always gets him into trouble. Ah, 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 ah. Okie dokie dokie doke. I should hand you the book, I suppose. Uh, since you're the one who like, read it. Any thoughts? On the matter. Yes. Of George.
0: Plenty. So so starting off, you got this white man who goes to Africa. <laughs> and it's specifically yeah. Africa. Not a specifically, sp- yeah. Not a specific part of Africa. Oh no no no. Just the entire continent isn't of it, Africa. Isn't it
1: isn't it a country? Say the little school children of nineteen forty one when this book <laughs> came out. That's the country of Africa. No 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 no. It <laughs> no, doesn't say that, but And my first note you is. Know what I
0: Who goes to Africa and wants to take a monkey home? A white man, that's who. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a
1: white man wearing what is undoubtedly the worst safari outfit of all time. A fact that I'm ashamed to say I know the Curious George movie made fun of at length. The fact that someone would wear bright yellow. Like, you're just advertising for an animal to eat you at that point. It's like, I'm going to go into the jungle in the brightest color of all time, Like a bird of paradise.
0: Camo is so 1939. (laughs) I'm really going for like a 1943 look with like bright yellow.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this nameless man, this man with no name, who is so white. Yeah. Goes to Africa just to get a monkey? And
0: I totally thought that was a (laughs) sombrero
1: Oh, it should be.
0: I mean, I know he says it's a straw hat, but but it, it does is, not look
1: like a straw hat. Straw's not
0: that yellow. It's a sombrero, in yeah. my opinion.
1: Sure, so, why not? So we're both combining both Mexico and Africa. Yeah, because it's all part. No, it's not. Yeah, it's all. Uh, yeah. It's all. Yeah. It's all
0: so, a beautiful tapestry. So, we move Ooh. on to George putting on this hat, mm-hmm. and then the white man captures him. Yeah, because that's cool.
1: Because yeah. white, white people can do anything they want. So. White, men yeah, they want. white men can do whatever they because want. Yeah, absolutely. White men can do
0: whatever they want. Because they're white men. Yeah, sure. And then he and puts him onto a boat and puts him onto the Titanic.
1: Yeah. Like you do. Like you do. Uh, Could yes, be the Queen Mary, the way, but we're
0: going to go with Titanic.
1: In the book, by the way, continually mentions that George is a monkey, which he is not. He is an ape. He is so clearly an ape. So, what's the difference between a monkey and an ape? Monkey's got a tail, baby. George has no tail, which is weird. This is clearly a guy who wants a tail. I could only assume that H.A. Ray did not know how to draw a tail. So it's a I just child thought standing. he just sat on it. No, no, no. You see every angle of this guy. You're, if there was a tail, you would be seeing it. Yeah. All right. All right, so. So, they're on the
0: Titanic slash Queen Mary. <laughs> And uh. Slash Lusitania. <laughs> yeah, whatever ship you want to say it, it's on it. They're, they're on a ship. They're on a maiden voyage. They're on a boat. Without a maiden in sight. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh. Curious George happens to see some fish. Uh. No, nope, you
1: know, doesn't see fish, he sees birds. On the next page. Oh, on the next page. There you oh, go. Oh, you're right. There we are. He's he looking sees at the some page. fish.
0: And these fish are so happy. <laughs>
1: it's the most adorable fish.
0: On the next page. I
1: never noticed that before. I will put a picture of this in the show notes.
0: Okay, these are like the happiest fish. Yeah. Yes. And then you come to a page where they show the captain and some sailors trying to find Curious George, who, because Curious George is so interested in these happy fish, he has fallen into the ocean. Yes, right. And so they're trying to find this monkey, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That captain ain't looking for a monkey.
1: <laughs> he's looking at a sailor. It's so weird, but his eyeball appears to be looking backwards, not at, through the telescope.
0: At this sailor who is standing who like, is half twerking. Hello, sailor. <laughs> he's that is a he's hip got, action. He's got like a Kardashian tush she on really him. He really does. He's working those hips.
1: Like there is no reason to stand like that. There is no, I mean, obviously it's more interesting to look at, I assume that's why I think it's enjoy more anyway. interesting to look at the sailor too <laughs> It's like, we're all looking at the Would sailor Would you rather
0: look at a monkey in the ocean or a nice cute tush? I mean Do I have to choose?
1: You do Oh, well, well
0: uh Options are tush basically. Okay, yes And so, okay, right. so they eventually find this monkey all Right Who, um, went overboard mm-hmm. And it really looks like he is vomiting up the happy fish. Yeah, the
1: happy fish who.
0: But he's enjoying vomiting.
1: Yeah, that's the weird thing. He looks just delighted. The, the, the continual theme in this book, as far as I can tell, is Curious George is delighted by the horrible things that happen to him, even Everyone though the are trying to say he's not happy. Oh, everyone's delighted. Everyone the sailors book, yeah. are
0: happy. The monkey is happy. That's the true. man in the hat Later, is the happy. Later, the firemen
1: are delighted. They're yeah. They're so excited. Everyone's so happy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Lots of. La, li, la, so la, much la. happiness. Mm-hmm.
1: This is a book of joy.
0: Right, so the man in the sombrero and
1: the monkey... You know, there's a. I want to make a point about this picture of them disembarking from the ship. This is just a personal note, but every time my three-year-old sees this picture, it shows George with, I presume, a passport that has been forged for him. He's got his papers, yes. He's got his papers. Uh, The man, who has his papers, and then behind them, one of the sailors is carrying all their stuff. When my three-year-old son sees this, he says... The man in the yellow hat is clearly the daddy. And the person carrying all the stuff is clearly the mommy. What? He does. He says that. And I'm like, I must carry a lot of stuff. Oh, that's not I
0: don't good. correct
1: him, actually. I'm like, yeah, actually, that does feel like me sometimes. So, yeah, sure. Why not? Women are strong. They can carry things. Why not?
0: I guess. It'd be
1: the opposite, because usually these things you see, like, You know, like, in that classic, like, Dagwood situation where, like, the man is, like, carrying tons of parcels and the girl's like, I want that one! And they go to, like, a window. Yeah, this is the opposite. So, see? The woman is carrying all the packages. Except it's not a woman. Well, maybe it is a woman. Maybe this is a cross-dressing female from 1941 who's disguised herself as a sailor (laughs) and is now carrying all the packages because, dang it, she can do whatever she wants. I just love that this page shows a cat anus. It does, which is the proof that this was illustrated by people not from America. And the fact that people have not looked at this book very closely, because cat anuses generally get sort of wiped out when they publish things from overseas. I mean, you could just not put that dot. It's very clear. No, if you're French, you have to. You have to put that dot. It's actually in the Constitution of France. Not a thing. put a little dot. You have to put a cat anus. If you see the rear of an animal... There's going to be a dot. Yeah.
0: All right. Moving on. So moving on to right. So Curious George gets tired. He crawls into bed. Yeah, you always
1: skip the pipe. He is smoking a pipe. That's what monkeys do. It's either a cigar or a pipe. (laughs) That's normal, Betsy. That's a thing that monkeys do. Fine, okay. Or apes, excuse me. That's canon. All right. right. Apes, thank you. Yes. 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 Well well corrected. So
0: the next day, Mm -hmm. the man in yellow decides to call...
1: Someone. Someone. We never know who he's called. Well, he calls the to the zoo. The zoo yeah, right, presumably. And, oh, it uh, actually says telephone right. the zoo, yes. And
0: uh, Curious George is watching him. If the man in yellow has learned anything, it's that Curious George will do whatever he does. Yes. He learns this on day one when he sets out a hat. Yes. And Curious George puts the hat on himself. Right. He should have known that if he is within sight of. Curious George, and he's on the phone, he should know that Curious George is gonna get on the
1: phone. I would take that one step further and say he should know not to let the monkey have free range of the house. Put yes. him in a bathroom for crying out loud. I
0: blame no one. Except the man in yellow for the yes. following <laughs> incidences <following> <laughs> that happen. So Curious George sees the man in yellow be on the phone, mm-hmm. so
1: he decides to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. He
0: accidentally calls the fire station. Mm-hmm. Like
1: you do. Like you do. The fire station, which I should say, has the most amazing technology. You can simply call them, not say anything, and they can track you instantly to your precise location on this map they have. Which, I don't believe we have that technology today, it's, but apparently we did back then.
0: Well, it's it's kind of like a weird GPS thing going on. Today, if you keep someone on the phone for at least, what is it, like 30 seconds, sure. you can calculate where they yeah, are. Yeah, but
1: this is 1941, for crying out loud. I mean, they didn't have, you know...
0: And it's such a tiny little map. Rotary phones. Yes. <laughs> the, the the city is only maybe three blocks by three blocks.
1: Well, actually, and I'm because we are reading the uh, 75th anniversary edition of The Complete Adventures of Curious George, You actually do have the city. Oh, it's a giant city. Somebody worked it out. Well, it's weird. It's a combination of a giant city and a tiny city. There's not many residential areas, but they do seem to have a circus, a zoo. They have a a science museum. And a little downtown area. And a little downtown area. And a hospital. And the hospital, yes. They also have a fishing dock. That comes into play later, but interesting. We won't we won't go into that now. But
0: they only have a 3 block by 3, <laughs> yes. three block radius. Yes.
1: Of uh oh. and, and To it, be fair, <laughs> usually fire stations only have a small block radius and then you'd have another fire station in a in a different block radius um that this phone call just happened to fall within their area is fair quite enough. Uh, quite lucky. I'd but say. in the 40s. In mm, the 40s. Yeah, I don't know, know. So anyway,
0: so they yeah. track where this phone call is coming from. Miraculously, they get to the house where Curious George is. Mm-hmm. He runs amok. They, he gives them a good time. They I mean, love well, it. They love the, it. Those are the
1: happiest, happiest firemen. They I've thought ever seen. they were going to put their lives on the line, and now they get to chase a monkey. Who wouldn't be thrilled? Right. I, I think that's the better deal here. It's not a monkey, but yes.
0: But then they decide to... The, the fat man and the skinny
1: man... Because <laughs> we had to say that, apparently. Yes. In this book, yes. They uh, they arrest him. I can't figure out how the firemen have access to a jail, is my thing. Maybe they're firemen and police?
0: Ah, uh, Did the firemen sure. give the monkey to the police? You
1: know, looking at this map of the world of Curious George, I don't see a police station. So maybe it's
0: like a half fireman, half police. Sure.
1: We'll say that. <laughs> So that's why they have a jail with... So, they, uh, so yeah,
0: so they put the monkey in the jail, mm-hmm. and uh, who, who he doesn't look frightened at all. He's no, he's just,
1: perfectly okay with... Yeah, well, he's, he's sad at first.
0: He's sad at first, but then he realizes he's got some really cool mice chilling with him. Mm-hmm. And then he decides to try and escape, where a fireman slash policeman, whoever he <laughs> is, a young dog. Co- comes into the room And, uh, notices that Curious George is, like, hanging onto the window and he's trying to escape. Because he's a monkey. But because the fat policeman slash fireman is standing on the very edge of the bench, he tips over the bench and knocks himself in the head, and he leaves the door open where Curious George can run outside. Meanwhile the mice are just looking on like this is really good gouda. Isn't this really I wish I had some brie. Oh
1: They are so attentive to the situation. This is the most interesting thing that has happened I Imagine they are all French day. mice. Oh Oh the le, oh, oui, bon. oh. oui, oui. oh, Wait, is this no the sage, right? The is a monkey. Oh, wee, The mice the are the salty. We
0: we <laughs> 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 so anyway, Curious George escapes,
1: and uh, he. Oh, look at that! Is there another cat? That's anus? another cat. <laughs> Just a Two caddies. Okay, we yes! missed this before. Now, every time there's a cat, apparently you have to have an anus.
0: All right. So Curious George escapes the jail, mm-hmm. and he runs into a man who has a bunch of balloons. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decides, I'm going to take a balloon, like you do. He doesn't take one. He takes about 20 balloons. Yes. And that is enough to carry Curious George up into the skies of the city. Yep. He
1: is surprised. Right. He's like a whoop kind of face.
0: And uh, he's... I love this page where he, it says, George was frightened. He held on very t- very tight. <laughs> no, he's...
1: He's if, good. If ever we needed evidence that somebody wrote the words and somebody else did the pictures, it is this two-page spread. Yes, it is. It is this word saying well, he's frightened. It was also
0: a little little engine that could. I have the hiccups now. That's a thing. Okay. So little engine that could also had the same thing where it was like the elephant was on the ver- on the verge of crying and then it, he actually was crying on the pages. Yes, this is
1: Yes. Curious George's friend. Again, yeah. and that's a case where the, no, the, somebody's writing something and someone else is illustrating yeah. and being like, Whatever! I'm gonna do it now! Make an elephant cry! Yeah. Um, what I love about this page is that you can actually see the balloon man running, uh, the child who got the yellow balloon it's the last possible minute, and her little brother, and then the man in the yellow hat in his car, uh, luckily just happens to be down below as well.
0: And then this is the page where I think I know where exactly they are. Hmm. Only because of what the people are wearing. So Curious George lands on top of a light, Mm -hmm. and he is looking around, and you can see all these people on the ground looking (laughs) up at him. You can see two men, both wearing striped shirts, and have curly mustaches, and one of them has a beret, so my opinion is that they are in Paris. Or mm-hmm. France And also the cars are looking up at Curious George Which is kind of weird You know, with the headlights And the uh, bumpers kind of looking like smiley faces mm-hmm. Anyway, I think this is in Paris
1: Yes, and I think that's very insightful for you to realize that um, the, uh, the creators of this book uh, were indeed French uh, They actually uh, cobbled together two bicycles And took off for Marseille when the Germans invaded Paris uh, they were stopped along the way by Nazi soldiers, and and then uh, they they showed them the pictures they had done of this little monkey that they had named Fifi, and uh, and the Nazi officers, yeah, no, officers, I'm not that. Yeah, no, um, no one, neither was America, yeah. as it turns out, and uh, yeah, the Germans were charmed and uh, let the two go because because Fifi was so darn cute. But Americans were okay with a very English name like George. Oh, I'm sure there are a million Georges here too. We have George Washington for crying out loud. Yeah. That's the father of our country. We yeah, no, no. George Britain, is fine. Okay. As long as there's a curious in front of it. Oh, okay. Because we can't just have, like, a book. If it was just called George, <laughs> yeah. that would be... No. No. But yes, you're right. Very French roots. Anyway, so
0: the man in the yellow head cap- captures George, mm-hmm. who has come down with from the balloons. Mm-hmm. He pays the balloon man.
1: Who has Mickey Mouse attached? This is the only case I've ever seen of a classic children's book where Mickey Mouse makes a cameo. There's a little Mickey Mouse toy here. Which is weird. Which is weird that Disney is not. Why does a
0: balloon man have little toys with him?
1: Um, uh, oh, you can't make a living off balloons, man.
0: I can't make a living off of balloons and little toys well, either. Well,
1: maybe he's like uh, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, and he's got like, he's a jack of all trades, and then he's gonna go off and I mean, paint it, a sidewalk. He's gotta
0: be paying what? If you think those are quarters, maybe
1: 75 cents for the balloons. Back then, 75 cents, that could get you a loaf of bread. Yeah, that's true. There you go. There you go. He's, you know, That's what the balloon is. It could be all like had. twenty dollars worth of balloons right there. I exactly. Guess. Throw in okay. a Mickey Mouse toy and <laughs> no. Woo! You got yourself a brain. No. <laughs> like, no. Okay. So he takes off.
0: George oh, yeah. into the car. Here we go. And they drive to the zoo yes. and the end. But here's my here's my qualm. Okay. All of the animals are holding on to balloons, right. right? George has
1: shared all the balloons. Presumably, yes.
0: With all of his animal friends. Mm-hmm. I look at this and I think all of these animals are going to die. <laughs> because they're all going to swallow the string. Yeah. They're going to swallow the The balloon. turtle definitely
1: is. The turtle's already begun.
0: Except yeah. for
1: the frog. Yeah, that little just, keeper. He's just waiting at the bottom of the tree. There's waiting. also a tiger in the back who seems to be without a balloon. But yes.
0: Yeah, but it's pretty much, okay So the tiger and the frog are the only animals Who don't have balloons and who will survive mm-hmm. This apocalyptic Balloon <laughs> chaos that's happening. Yes. It's, uh, it's really depressing
1: I can tell you in the second book We do go to that zoo and most of those animals Are not present, so yes uh, Jeez, don't This is why that. This, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm sorry Spoiler alert God. Spoiler, Spoiler alert all the her. animals die Well, well they, they say didn't. they die you can read between the lines. Aww. Yeah, that's okay. And that's the happy ending of Curious George Children. How is this popular? How is this popular? Yeah. This is enormously popular. George is considered a stand-in for children everywhere. It has, however, been uh, made fun of, as anything that has gotten to a certain level of, of popularity, uh, usually... Will engender some sort of a parody picture book So we had the Madeline episode that we did And then there was Frankenstein Which you much preferred Yep Um, The silly version of Curious George um, Is actually called Furious George Goes Bananas It's by Michael Rex I should bring it in for you I didn't do it this week uh, But that's okay I will bring it in in the future It consists of um, an ape Who is kidnapped by a man with a straw hat and brought to America and then sold in various places. Sold to a zoo, sold to this, sold to that. And everywhere he sold refers to a different Curious George book. Um, the man with the straw hat keeps referring to him as a monkey. Every single person in the book keeps saying actually he's an ape. Uh, it is a very funny parody. It was a very careful parody too because they had to make sure it, well, it didn't say just Furious George. Because that would have been too close to Curious George. He's purple. So, that you can't get him mixed up with George in some way. But it is very clearly making fun of Curious George. Okay. And it's delightful. George ended up at 9041 when I conducted my top 100 picture books poll. That's pretty um, high. That's high, but that's not as high as I would have expected. I mean, George has been around since 1941. He's gotten animated yeah, movies, I- TV shows, you know, there's sequels galore. Not recently. Oh, the TV show's very recent What TV show? The animated PBS Curious George show, my friend That's a thing That's a whole That's a whole thing That's a whole thing, <laughs> yes Which I think was sort of a spin-off of the movie Which I don't think it was a huge hit, but it made its money back uh, Yes, and so yeah, no, 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 no George continues, continues to go on and on and on and on And yes, a million George sequels Not by the original creators exist out there and of course, uh, I highly recommend that if people want to hear this book uh, semi read in some way, uh, check out the YouTube video Werner Herzog Reads Curious George. It's not actually Werner Herzog, but it sounds just like him. Value German. I don't know who that is. That's okay. Okay. People who know, they will know. Okay. Ratings time. Ratings time. Uh, I don't know. He, it's pretty
0: down the middle for me. Like, I don't love him, I don't hate him. He's a classic in the fact that he's been around for a really long time, but it's just a white man stealing a monkey from Africa. Yeah. It's really
1: hard to get away from that fact. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's... And uh, and it's putting a African monkey in a urban setting.
1: Yeah, to see the silly hijinks he gets up to. Yeah. Anyone a little bit... A little bit uncomfortable with that?
0: Yeah, a little bit? I don't, a little I'm bit? I'm not a huge <laughs> fan. Um, yeah. I guess I would say, like, a, if I wanted to be generous, I would say a five.
1: Yeah, I'm going four. I'm <laughs> definitely going four. The language is not lyrical. The art is perfectly sufficient. He's a cute little lady. I think, like, when but you I, read the
0: part about the fire engine mm-hmm. coming in, that's a great thing to be able to play on words and read sure. it out loud to kids. And...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, no, it reads um... aloud fine. Many things read aloud fine. Yeah. We don't have to call them classics. I say four. Because your uh, your colonial roots are showing. So with your four and my five... Yeah, that's a 4.5, my friend.
0: It's not,
1: yeah. not a classic. Not a classic. Yeah. Sorry, George. Not bad. However, uh, at some point in the future we Will do one of the sequels, and maybe that will be a classic.
0: I don't know how you can get a, a sequel classic. Sometimes sequels from improve upon their original, not not um, classic.
1: Oh, I think sometimes sequels improve upon their. Uh... I don't think you would read a Curious George sequel and be like, I can't keep up with the story here. There's so much backstory that we're not getting. Yeah, you know? It's not about the backstory,
0: but it's like if the first one is not that great, mm-hmm. how how can the rest be great? Oh, I think things improve. If it's written it's by
1: the same people? Sure. Yeah. Sure. They, 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 if this was their first... Well, okay, it wasn't their first picture book. But what if it was an early picture book and then they did many more and they got better? You know. There's a learning curve there. Right. It's possible. It's possible. I'll take your word for it. You can take my word for it. All right. We have no letters this week. But we do have an update. Um, so, last time we talked at length and you were very taken with the book A uh, Crown. A Crown. Which was written by Derek Barnes oh and illustrated by one. Gordon C. James. Well, in the time between... Dark them, Caesar. I remember yes, that. Yes, Dark Caesar. It's fabulous. Um, in the time between our recording and now, this recording, uh, that book happened to win a Ezra Jack Keats Award for the writing. The big award went to Derek Barnes for the writing of Crown. Nice. An illustration honor went to Gordon C. James for the art nice. of Crown. So it is already being honored now. Wait, Ezra Jack Keats wrote... Oh, you're getting there. A book that we did. We did. We did do one. We did do one. Corduroy? Nope. Mm. So close. I would... Uh, that's not... Snowy um, Day? Yes! I knew it was a white man doing a... Doing a, a dark-skinned yeah. character. Yes. You're absolutely... was You were close. completely on. You were completely on. Yep. No, he, um... Yeah, there's an award for new authors and new illustrators of children's books. And then cool. the Ezra Jack Keats Award. That's awesome that they won. That's awesome. It is very nice. Well, and this podcast will drop on the day that the Newberry and the Caldecott's are decided. So, for all we know, uh, people of the future. Fingers crossed. Fingers are crossed for crown. We will see. Hometown Pride, Evanston Publisher. Yay. All right. Grown-up things we like. Grown-up things we like. Right what you like? I can tell you I don't like. Oh, okay. Hiccups. Yeah.
0: But I do like... Aww. Uh, Amy Schimmer's book, uh, The Girl with the Lower
1: Back Tattoo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bought that for my library. Really? Yeah. Many copies. <sighs> it's... Oh, my gosh. It is...
0: I mean, she says things that make me blush when I read it on the train. Did, did
1: she <laughs> use cowboy language? That's That's what the it's, teachers call it. Cow... Really? Not Sailor. No, I was um, I was talking with John Sheska, and he was talking, and then he afterwards spoke to a teacher who was like, you know, we encourage the kids not to use so much cowboy language. Interesting. Yeah, sailor must not be. I mean, he's very like a sa- yeah, sailor. Yeah, you swear That's... like a sailor. That yeah. would really be logical. You don't swear yeah. like a cowboy. No, but it makes sense. Cowboys swore a lot, so it's a very American term. I have no idea yeah, why. I know. Anyway, anyway,
0: this book is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's full of. Number 1, very funny stories, but also she talks about gun violence and very serious topics and I it's it's an emotional roller coaster of this book of different stories throughout her life and you really get to understand her on a per, on a personal level. So it's not just Amy Schumer the celebrity who did movies and does comedy and wins awards. It's getting down to who she is. How she grew up, what her parents were like, um, some of the experiences she went through. It's it's hilarious, and it's also insightful. So I really nice. like it. I, I recommend it. Excellent. I don't recommend hiccups. They are the bane of my existence.
1: I am terribly sorry. God, don't uh, go away. It's like
0: 24 hours of non- that's a non-stop non our... h- hiccups, and they just...
1: Can I tell you that when I had my first kid, she would hiccup in the womb constantly? That sounds terrifying. I know. I always felt so bad for her. I was like, poor baby, she's not even born and she's hiccuping all the time. She I has... just imagine your stomach just constantly like it, it, protruding. Yeah, it does. It
0: does. That's it's, terrifying. It's... That's like something out of Alien. I don't oh, I yeah. I never want to experience no,
1: it. No, <laughs> I, I I highly recommend if you get pregnant, uh watch Alien and Rosemary's Baby. No. No like and no. That's a twofer. That's a, that's watch a no, and no, Betsy. It's a Hold on, <laughs> let me think about it. That's a no. Okay.
0: I'm going to have some of this no ice cream right now. Mm, um, tastes
1: delicious. Tastes like no. I can't uh, <laughs> I can't get behind that no ice cream. But uh, yeah, Twofer. that's my. But that's not the grown-up thing I like. Though I do like that. I didn't do it, but I like the idea of someone doing it who wasn't me. Uh, no, I'm continuing to watch. Uh, so my husband uh, and I got some screeners of these movies that have been nominated for the Oscars. Uh, we've been working our way through them. And uh, so I finally saw The Phantom Thread. Uh, no, what? the phantom thread, my friend. Uh, so you, you, you just does not ring any bells here. Nope. So Daniel D. Lewis, uh, I, th- I thought he retired from acting. This is his last one. He claims, oh, okay. he claims this is, his f- this is his finish, right? Uh, just Paul, like Jay Z retired, yeah, or Elton gotcha. John claiming that he's on a farewell tour until 20- 20. What, what did he say? 2025, <laughs> I think. Mean, right, he's like said, you yeah, do, like you do, yeah. So uh, yes, this is a Paul Thomas Anderson film. The entire film is simply a man who makes beautiful dresses in the nineteen fifties. Generally, gets girl, young girlfriends uh, that become his muses, and then he discards them, and then he gets one who's just as crazy as he is, though she doesn't seem like it. And uh, yeah, it, it I did not I had been told it was Hitchcockian. I did not know to what degree I knew there was a twist Or at least a weirdness to it And when the weirdness comes Oh boy It did not see that one coming Uh, Because it seems like a very normal Stage serious film Um, However It did also engender my favorite Twitter post Where it showed J. Jonah Jameson From the Spider-Man movies Who is also Always You know He's always publishing newspapers That say you know Spider-Man You know Threat or Menace So it's J. Jonah Jameson Going, The Phantom, Thread or Menace? And then it shows The Phantom Thread on the top and The Phantom Menace on the bottom. It really makes me happy. It's funny. Okay. Okay. It's like if you... See, I'll explain it again because I don't think you've got it. I feel like if you had um... to be
0: there in order to uh, really... I'll put it
1: in the show notes. Everyone will get it. All right. right. That's all right. All right. So you recommend this movie? I recommend this movie. It is weird. Uh... Which is better, the movie or Curious George? Oh, the movie. The wow. Movie. There are not very many pretty dresses in Curious George. The dresses are to die for. Okay, what's
0: better, Curious George or hiccups?
1: Ah, uh, Curious George. All right. Curious George doesn't give you pain. That's, uh, that's true. Yeah, and yeah. he's not going to come back. Or is he? Don't say that. <laughs> uh. We'll find out. In the meantime, I am non-hiccuping Betsy. I'm hiccuping Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse No. 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse8. That's Fuse and 8, E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon gibbons Kime, and our human brand assistant and man about town is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of school library journals.